Look, man, I'm gonna be real. Mm -hmm. This is episode sixty, <laughs> so I'm I might have some like real shit to have to put out there. Mm -hmm. So All I don't right. know if you want that real shit first, or if you want to go first and then have me spit some real shit. Cause I'm a, I'm gonna say some real shit. It's not gonna be pleasant. I don't think I don't think it's gonna be pleasant, but it's it's real shit. So I might mm -hmm. I might let you go first to get the get the lighthearted shit out the way because I got some shit I got to put on I got some shit I got to put on the table. All right, all uh, right. Fucking, I gotta say my piece about some shit because uh, fuck, it's been a rough week. It's been a rough ah. fucking week. Oh god. Uh, okay. I think I think being a pot. I think doing what I do in general. Is this one mm -hmm. of those things to where you're constantly changing, you're constantly adjusting, you're constantly <sighs> trying new things only to realize that the thing you've been trying was either a mistake or mm -hmm. you let the wrong people fucking influence you and then you're like, fuck, why did I ever agree to this stupid shit? This was stupid. <laughs> I hate this. <laughs> and I feel that way. This week, this week right. was very telling. I realized after I had to spend the entire fucking day getting shit done, I was like, God, this sucks. Why did I ever change the way I do things? Okay. All right, you can go. Go. It's fine. It's fine. Ready? Uh, for me, my week was uh, comparatively light because I've been pretty swamped with work yeah. but over the week and uh, on the work days i did some light uh, diablo 4 gaming looking at the new uh, the current season season 2 where they this time they added kind of a theme of vamp vampire so vampiric powers that you can collect and unlock okay which yeah those are Pretty neat as an addition overall. It's not a revolution or anything this season, but I'd say it's a decent step in the right direction. It overall the season feels decent. Well, the game feels decent currently, but I'm not I'm not quite sure how much of an improvement it is in comparison to the original. But I think it's noticeable that they are making improvements. There's Certainly. effort. There's effort being. Yeah, you could say that. At least there's that. <laughs> <laughs> and considering they did announce the uh, first expansion just recently, they also they also they... announced mm -hmm. three World of Warcraft expansions. Did you see that shit? Oh, did they? No. Yeah, they announced three. It's supposed to be like they announced three all at once. It's supposed uh -huh. to be like. A storyline told over three expansions, so they just announced oh, okay. the names of like three work of three World of Warcraft expansions. Mm -hmm. I don't think I've ever seen a dev do that shit. I don't think I've yeah. ever seen Honestly, someone just announce three expansions huh. in one go and just said like that would be the equivalent huh. of Final Fantasy fourteen after Hell after mm -hmm. Heaven's Sword. No, that no, that would be the equivalent of like Final Fantasy fourteen saying, "Hey guys." Uh, Realm Reborn was great. Uh, we just want to let you know that uh, after Heaven's Sword, you're getting Stormblood, Shadowbringers, and Endwalker. Yeah, we got three expansions already planned, baby. One giant storyline. Hope you're ready. 
Like, I, this is not a thing. Yeah, you know, that's uh, that's, that's totally sounds new. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's not something you do. You don't announce three expansions mm-hmm. in one day for the same game and mm-hmm. be like, yeah, guys, we got it all in the bag, baby. Yeah. I mean, I guess they wanted to show commitment, I suppose. Yeah, I guess. Say, yeah, I yeah guess. we've got a big plan. We I, are going to be moving this uh, in that direction. And it's maybe it's also to show that they won't be abandoning the storyline or rather completing a storyline right in one expansion. Because I'm guessing so far they've pretty much done major storylines inside one expansion and then just went on to the next story. They've had like Although, an on. They probably do build upon each other, but maybe not as directly as they're. Planning. Yeah, it's there's kind of a story that's been going, mm-hmm. but every expansion is kind of like. I mean, even fourteen does it. There's an yeah. overarching story, but every expansion has its own. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you probably narrative. can experience the um, narratives of the expansions on their own without uh, being completely out of the picture. Yeah, so there'll be speak. some things you don't know. Even if you, you miss one or two expansions before, something yeah. like that. Mm-hmm. But with the Warcraft one, that probably wouldn't be the case. <laughs> no. And it's maybe, also you get a, maybe you get an hour-long recap at the beginning of each expansion that you could watch optionally. It's but, also yeah. worse for World of Warcraft mm-hmm. because Cataclysm fundamentally changed the world itself. And mm-hmm. it was kind of... It changed the world fundamental. Yeah, it changed the whole map from what I remember. It changed, yeah, it changed everything. But it turned mm-hmm. a lot of the areas that it changed into being sequels of themselves, where the new quests in that mm-hmm. area are now sequels of what they prior were. So if you join the game now, you're not getting mm-hmm. the story that you would have gotten if you played it earlier. And the time, mm-hmm. it's yeah, it's weird. Cataclysm, so yeah. But you could play the uh, stories of the previous expansion still, right? In theory, oh, how did in, that work? In though, in theory, now you could, but it would be mm-hmm. you'd be playing very unoptimally. Mm-hmm. It wouldn't be an optimal experience, unfortunately. Because mm-hmm. so essentially, it was kind of a cutoff that's yeah yeah if you have that the old content is no longer readily there essentially yeah it's not you could Mm -hmm, go and do that but it's such an Mm -hmm. unoptimal way to play the game Mm -hmm. that like nobody really does it and this is Mm -hmm. coming from someone who's gone backwards to play some of the older wow stuff and uh yeah i don't know if it'd be a good experience for people Mm-hmm. Like obviously people obviously old heads like myself probably wouldn't mind, but you know, someone mm-hmm. who comes in fresh might not necessarily be all mm, that possibly. amenable yeah. to it. But mm-hmm. I'm guessing they probably also announced something for War- Warcraft Classic. Yeah, Cataclysm. Ah. Yeah. There ca- we go. Ca- cat Cataclysm. Yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah. Okay. That's gonna well, be interesting to see how that turns out then. Yeah, hope you're ready. Hope you're ready to see the general sentiment of the game fucking fall off a fucking cliff because this is cataclysm is when it happens. Yeah, because yeah, mm-hmm. cat- cata- yeah, I remember 
that was essentially the uh, schism the where the chasm opened. Yeah, the yeah, schism. The, the, yeah, the schism. Mm -hmm. the sc yeah, catac cataclysm yeah. is where things fall off a fucking bridge. So that's, right yeah, that's basically where the demand for Warcraft Classic uh, came yeah. from. Basically, if I if I were yeah. Blizzard, I'd just stop the classic shit here. This is this is where classic ends. Mm -hmm. Like yeah, um, or maybe do a um, classic plus or something. Yeah, end it here because like this you is, have everything this... before Cataclysm. You have been classic, and then you have the in between where you have Cataclysm up to whatever, <laughs> something like that. But yeah, they probably. Probably wouldn't be amenable to something like that. Would be yep. too much effort for them, probably, to split uh, it up even more. Maybe. Mm. I, uh, yeah. I'm not exactly like I wouldn't go back anyways, but. Mm hmm. Uh, yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah. That's, yeah. That's, that's, yeah. That, that noise you just made, that, that, uh, that yeah, that's exactly how <laughs> I fucking feel. That, mm -hmm. that. There you go. As you were. Mm -hmm. Sorry. Yeah, but speaking of classic things, um, that's a bit what I uh, did this weekend. I didn't play as much, but because I was away for a while yesterday as well, but I did uh, or a bit of organizing on my Launchbox collection, just added a few more titles into that. So I'm currently at around 560 titles in there, all classic systems gonna be playing a few of those in the future and i also played a little bit of a classic small rts that some might know called total annihilation did that uh did a few missions in that the photo, some of the first few missions you can complete quite quickly if you know how or rather, if you stumble upon how to do it. <laughs> mm. Like one of the uh, the very first mission, especially, because that's just uh, get your true group from point A to point B. So across the map, just best is by avoiding the uh, enemy patrols. But with the last one that I did, it was like... a. There are a few spider bot uh, prototypes in the north of the map that you have to get back to your main base. And essentially, what I did uh, was send my my starting units up north as a distraction for the enemies and selected the spider bots and moved them south. So essentially, yeah, not much planning there, just distraction, get them down, done. <laughs> yeah. I'm definitely gonna continue doing uh, playing that one. It's uh, it's quite fun playing uh, an old RTS like that. Yeah, like I've been wanting the to go granddaddy back. of Supreme Commander. Yeah, <laughs> see, I don't know if I could go back that far. I don't know. The furthest I'm willing to go back and play is like StarCraft One. Mm -hmm. Like that's as far back yeah. as like I'm willing to go. Maybe like mm -hmm. Warcraft. Well, Warcraft Three is newer, so like Warcraft Three, I'll do that still. Yeah, Warcraft Three is definitely more more modern. Yeah, but anything farther than StarCraft but... One, I'm just like. <laughs> but I don't know. Maybe that's just my. Total Annihilation is nice. It's uh, one of the early 3D uh, RTSs. 
in terms of 3D graphics. And it's nice because it's, you have also the heft of the battles, is, even in the starting few uh, missions, it's already noticeable. And the difference in how it works in com compared to other RTSs is already there. I mean, Supreme Commander already had the whole building queues and all, and yeah, Total Annihilation is essentially where that came from. Because yeah, you can essentially do that there as well. You have your metal production and your energy production. It's essentially an endless process because there's no limits to how much you can uh, get except for the resource points. So you have essentially X amounts of metal resource points, you build extractors there, and then you have your solar collectors at the start, which get you your energy, and then that that uh, sets how much you can produce. And you can essentially just may have your main um, main production uh, buildings do endless queues, or rather, you say, okay, this one builds me fifty of this, twenty of this, thirty of this, and then. You set it a waypoint up near the enemy, and you just watch things go. Yeah. For example, something like that. It's, I think that one uh, is still workable nowadays. Once you get used to a bit the controls again, but besides that, you only need uh, one little tool. Uh, in my case, it was DXWND, which um, forces it into a window. So I don't have to, uh, because it obviously at its age, it doesn't have a borderless windowed mode. So it has the full screen and it has the usual switching when you tab out into another, into another app, except in, in contrast to just, well, you have the game running and then you switch over to something seamlessly, but when you have it in a window, that obviously works again. And by default, it doesn't have the windowed mode, so you'd use DXWND as a tool, yeah. which forces it into a window, and you can set the size of the window there as well. With that, it works quite nicely. That? Well, yeah, that was essentially my week this time. Not that much. So... Ooh. <laughs> yeah uh look let man i don't like add, i'm not add this if it's needed i'm not really like gonna put names <laughs> out there i don't really want to put people's names out um i don't really uh -huh. like want to do that although i don't feel like i'd be wrong if i did it but i'm not going to so uh -huh. i'm gonna say that i'm gonna i'm gonna say my piece and be done so you ever like you ever get given advice that that isn't bad advice, like it's sound advice, right? But like you don't want it, like like all right, all right, all right. Let me, God, I'm trying to say this in a way that like makes sense. Uh -huh. It passes the sniff test, right? So like the advice is good advice, uh -huh. but like it, it's good advice, but it just doesn't work out for you. It's not advice that it's not advice that's going. It's not advice that's productive. It's advice mm -hmm. that, like, maybe if I hated what I did and I didn't want to do it anymore, I wanted to do something different, maybe that advice might actually be useful. 
But when someone tells you you're wasting your time doing what you're doing, it's a waste of your potential. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that, mm, 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 not, mm, not what I really need to hear. Not, re- <laughs> not really what I wanted. I don't really need that in my life. It, it, it got mm. to, all right, so a lot of the things I was doing, I was doing to try to find a happy medium, right? Because I was like, uh-huh. I'm not somebody who's just going to, like, shrug reasonable advice, right? If uh-huh. someone's willing to hand me advice that isn't bad advice and might be good, uh-huh. I am at least willing to field it, right? Like, uh-huh. I'm not going to. Give I'm it not, a try. Mm-hmm. Right. I ain't built to be fucking stubborn. I might be a Taurus, but I'm, mm-hmm. I have my moments. Like, I can be reasonable. Mm-hmm. So I did. And it made mm-hmm. me fucking miserable. On every mm-hmm. possible metric. Ah, uh, okay. Every possible metric. I hate splitting this podcast up into parts and then having to re-upload it. I fucking mm-hmm. hate it. I hate the process. I hate the yeah. thumbnail create the thumbnail creation. I don't hate as much, but it's so mm-hmm. far out of what I would prefer to be wasting my fucking time doing. Does that make sense? Mm-hmm. Does that does that check? Like it's not like okay, all right. You could tell me that thumbnails drive traffic, and I would go, yeah, mm-hmm. you're probably right, right? You could tell me mm-hmm. faces drive traffic, and I'd go, yeah. You're right. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm not going to argue. Like, the, like fucking, there's statistics, I mean, that's nigga. Why like, there are the usual thumbnails, yeah. There's statistics, nigga. I got the numbers. I can see that shit. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But I don't want to, like, oh, God. I don't want to wait. I don't want to put so much time into something that I just don't find to be interesting. I find mm-hmm. it to be tedious and annoying, and I find the amount of work I've had to go through to fucking keep this fucking rat race fucking going mm-hmm. for the last two to three the last two or so fucking weeks to be a miserable fucking venture mm-hmm. i'm not gonna i'm not gonna cap with you it has been a miserable fucking couple of weeks i tried mm-hmm. i really did like all right it got so bad because <laughs> this individual was like bro just like you should just mm-hmm. do something different just don't do what you're doing mm-hmm. do something that's more do something that's more advantageous and I'm like, but I don't want to do that. He's like, you don't want success? I'm like, no, nigga, I didn't say I didn't want success. I just don't want to do what you suggested. <laughs> like, you know, like, fuck. Like, I don't like the idea. I don't like to call myself Sisyphus. I don't think, I, I don't find that to be a very pertinent thing to do. I don't mm-hmm. find joy in it. But if the concept of reaching the top of the mountain makes me that fucking miserable, you know what? Maybe pushing the boulder halfway up a couple of times might not be so bad in the long run. (laughs) Maybe. Yeah. The problem is even bigger channels are feeling that. I don't, I don't want to like more and more seeing, uh, channels like, uh, Bellular. They say they, they as well say, yeah, the changes that YouTube are doing are just tanking the revenue. They're on the rat race, and even for them, the revenue is going downhill. I don't like. So, I don't find the things. I'm. I don't find the things I'm for. 
the things I forced myself into doing mm-hmm. to be things I want to waste my fucking time on. I just, mm-hmm. I don't, I don't want to. Now, some people will tell you that I am engaging in a, I am engaging in self-sacrifice and shooting myself in the mm-hmm. foot by not doing it. I argue otherwise. I would much rather just lose my fucking foot. I don't find this process to be fun. And frankly, if I have to choose between being miserable, which... It's essentially choosing between feeling like you're gnawing off your foot with your teeth and shooting yourself in the foot. Well, shooting yourself in the foot makes it over quicker. Yeah, I'd much rather just be fucking done with the damn thing. It's not fun. It has successfully turned what I find to be a passion project and a hobby into a Mm -hmm. tedious grind. Probably more so than it ever was. And I fucking hate it. Yeah. Alright. So. The question I have to then ask myself is, what the fuck do I do? Because believe it or not, CD, I don't have all the answers. I wish I did. I don't. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm, look, man, I make this shit up. So, like, bro, I really do. I mm-hmm. make this shit up as I go. I don't really, like, have a. <laughs> I don't really know where I'm going. I just mm-hmm. like doing this. I like talking about the news and the weird, goofy shit you come up with for fucking stories that I don't think enough people <laughs> cover sometimes. Because sometimes mm-hmm. you get some fucking banger stories that nobody talks about. <laughs> nobody brings up nobody's talking about mm-hmm. and i'm like shit no one's talking no one's no one's talking about that shit <laughs> so here's what i'm going to do mm-hmm. i am not going to continue splitting the store the splitting this podcast up mm-hmm. into segments i hate that mm-hmm. i don't want to do mm-hmm. that i'm going to bring mm-hmm. the podcast back to the channel as single videos mm-hmm. the thumbnail bit <sighs> That's one I would recommend you keep. I will probably keep that. Uh, I uh-huh. will not. I will keep the thumbnail shit. Like, okay. Um, I think. I think if I don't have to do that shit like four and five times a week, I probably won't. That's hate definitely it gonna be. Yeah, that's definitely gonna be less of a sting. Yeah, because doing that but shit. I think because they, I think when I look at them, they do look good, and they. They perform well, they, like, a lot of them do yeah. well, so I can't art mm-hmm. And see, that's the problem with me, man. I am someone who I don't like to be driven by fucking numbers. I don't. I just want to do mm-hmm. what I want to do. That's my problem. Yeah. I don't want to be driven mm-hmm. by the fucking numbers. But numbers, by and large, don't usually lie to me. People yeah. lie to you. Uh, <laughs> 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 Math. By and large, as long as you're mm-hmm. not bad at it, doesn't lie to you. People yeah. tend to lie to you. So, just on a personal impression, when I look at the channel, I think having the thumbnails like that would make the would make at least the channel look a bit more appealing. I have a few other things I might do. I'm just not mm-hmm. able to do, but I'm working mm-hmm. on it. I have a few little things I All want right. to adjust. 
I'm not gonna uh-huh. speak on it too much, but I'm gonna I'm gonna make some minor, some little adjusts, some some adjustments, right. get things more in line with where I think the show is now versus where it probably <laughs> was a year ago. Mm-hmm. But uh, in case people haven't noticed, this show is constantly evolving, constantly changing, and I'm not always happy with what I'm creating. So yeah, uh, good advice, sound advice made me absolutely mm. fucking miserable for the last three weeks. I hate it. I don't want to do that. And being told that not doing it is uh, shooting my... is is essentially put committing uh, fucking Sisyphusian fucking torture. Mm. Well, nigga, I'm pushing that boulder. I don't give a shit. Just fucking... The top of that mountain can't be that nice. And the amount of people I see who reach that top of who reach close to the top of that mountain don't seem too much happier either. So, <laughs> yeah, like yeah, nigga, the grass, yeah, the grass might look greener on the other side of that motherfucking fence, nigga. But once you get over there, it ain't so green anymore. That's one. That's mm. one fucking thing I know for sure. Fucking that grass might look it might green. Look- it might look greener, but once you get there, you notice it's painted on and it doesn't taste any better. Yeah, it tastes the sa- <laughs> it tastes just like the same Something shit. Something like that. Al- tastes like tastes like the same shit you was already eaten. So, uh, I I, I apologize. No, fuck you. I'm not apologizing. I refuse. Um, <laughs> fuck that. I'm not apologizing. Um, no, I refuse. Refuse. Absolutely. Uh, <laughs> Uh, that yeah no that's just that's just where my head's been these last like mm-hmm. five fucking days, as I spent like an entire day trying to get things figured out, only to realize just how much I hate the fucking process I mm-hmm. put myself through. So, yeah, that's gonna change. I'm not doing that anymore. I refuse. So understandable. Uh, strap in, ladies and gentlemen, because uh, I'm not doing that anymore. <laughs> and like, okay, so the advice for that was like, also like, all right, so this is another one of those situations where the advice, where me splitting the podcast up was not my idea. It was a piece of mm-hmm. advice I was given, and I said, well, it sounds like good advice. It makes sense, so I'll do it. And I hate it. From a certain perspective, yeah. <laughs> I fucking hate it. It it feel it doesn't feel like it doesn't feel good. It just feels like mm-hmm. I'm putting way more effort into something I could have accomplished and way it feels like playing it feels like beating it feels like beating a game in ten moves when I know I could have beaten it in five. And <laughs> I just don't find I don't find that to be fun. Like like, Pete, like, look, you can say that I am not a very efficient person by the fact that I like to grind in video games. I argue otherwise. I think that me grinding in video games mean bosses die way faster. That is efficiency. Kinda. It's a weird... It's a kind yeah. of sort of some, some here, some it's a, there. It's a, it's a debate on one how One takes you... longer, one takes less long, so, yeah. It's a debate, <laughs> on, well, it's a debate on how you want to spend your fucking time. And I'd much rather spend mm-hmm. my time, I don't know, doing things I enjoy versus doing things I find to be pointless yeah. and meaningless. So, here we are, ladies and gentlemen. Episode 60, where Rezo dumps out all of his fucking trauma. Hope you've had fun, <laughs> ladies and gentlemen. I hate to break it to you. 
this industry is nothing but horror and trauma. And we're going to find out with Bungie today. Woohoo! Uh, Bungie reportedly laid off 100 employees after poor <sighs> Destiny 2 sales as more details emerge. All right, so let's talk about Destiny 2, because Destiny 2 is weird. Destiny 2 mm -hmm. has went through quite a change. Uh, Destiny was initially a game that Activision kind of owned. Cause Activ Wait, no, Act who, owned who had Bungie in there? Who had Bungie for that? Someone else had Bungie, because Bungie took... Who owned Destiny? Initially. Was that still with Microsoft at the beginning, or who had who had Destiny? Because Bungie was with <laughs> no, Activision was from 2014 on the publisher for Destiny. Yeah. All right. So Activision but had after like that they the self-published. Yeah, while. Activision had kind of the financial power over Destiny. Yeah. And. Yeah, you could make arguments that there were problems with Destiny and Destiny 2 while Activision had it. But for the mm -hmm. most part, the community was pretty well, excited. Activision published it. Bungie always had the rights themselves, and they yeah. self-published it. But they went to Activision for financial support and the like. Yeah. They did it with so partnering with there was There was some hopefulness that, like, Bungie, you know, Halo's mm -hmm. Bungie, could do some yeah. amazing things that they just self-published the game mm -hmm. themselves. And, well, <laughs> you remember that bit about the grass being greener? Y'all remember that? You remember that quote? Yeah, it's like that. It's like that. The grass looked greener. Uh, this led to a series of events where, because where Bungie really started to heavily monetize the game. This is and this isn't just something I'm making up. I actually had to look into this. Bungie heavily monetized this fucking video game. It was very yeah, heavily as time went on from what I remember. They they heavily started monetizing the game, which okay, let me let me caveat my opinion here really quickly, mm -hmm. ladies and gentlemen. I don't inherently think there's anything wrong with wanting to make money off your fucking video game. Final Fantasy XIV monetizes its fucking game. All right? Mm -hmm. But there's a difference here. It's all stupid cosmetic mount bullshit that you don't need. I don't it's need that. It's a question that. of scale. Yeah, it's a scale. And two, and this is important. I mean, I think it's important. It's not a mm -hmm. fucking tab in the fucking video game that brings up a page. Like, okay... One of the things I think is scummy, all right, mm -hmm. and I don't know how many free MMOs you've ever played, so I don't know if you're if you've Nothing. seen this much, but there's a difference I find with 14 versus other games. So in like mm -hmm. World of Warcraft, there's an actual tab in game that brings up the cash shop. It's an in-game mm -hmm. fucking thing that brings up the cash shop that lets you buy stuff. I have always mm -hmm. found every implementation of this to be What's mm -hmm. the nice way to say this? Fucking trashy. <laughs> also, considering World of Warcraft is also not a free war, uh, MMO. Yeah, it's fucking trashy. Mm -hmm. It's trashy. I think it's trashy. I have I have played quite a few free MMOs, and they all fucking do it. 
It's trashy. Mm-hmm. It doesn't matter how nice you fucking gussy it up. It always comes out to look fucking trashy. It looks, it just, oh, God. It puts a bad taste in my mouth every fucking time I see that shit. Mm-hmm. 14, to their credit, the scale that their shop is isn't the kind of scale that these games try to take it. But it's also mm-hmm. not in-game. You have to, like, go to the account management thing on the site oh, okay. for your account and mm-hmm. then access the additional store, and then you mm-hmm. can buy the thing that you want, and then it gets put onto your account through the mail in the in game mm-hmm. so maybe it's like a degree maybe it's the degree of separation that happens here right it's a very disconnected process that mm-hmm. you up uh, that you engage with the shop for 14 versus mm-hmm. how you engage with it in other games personally me as a person as a guy who sometimes mm-hmm. has disposable income i find the majority of these implementations to be fucking trashy and kind of gross mm-hmm. and exploitative and such i just don't find them to be attractive and i think that by and large every time i see one of these cash shops my urge to uninstall the game is raised tenfold <laughs> can't speak for everybody that's just me mm-hmm. but uh yeah uh bungie had to cut uh a hundred jobs Hundred hundred people, eight percent of their workforce, which counted uh, roughly twelve hundred employees. The reason behind this drastic cut in the workforce is reportedly poor sales, with executives having told employees two weeks ago that the revenue for the year was forty-five percent lower, forty-five percent below due to weak player retention following lukewarm reception of the lightfall expansion uh yeah, that's t- quite a downturn below expectations tl 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 tldr we're making less money some of y'all some of y'all gonna have to go mm-hmm. we gonna we gonna have to cut the fat here somewhere ladies and gentlemen uh some of y'all gonna have to go i'm not gonna lie though 1200 fuck that's Shit, you... but that's their that's their whole workforce, which is yeah, that's a quite oh. uh, yeah, hundred people. Out of, yeah, that's not that's, that's not that. nothing. And again, yeah, Destiny with, has with a thousand two hundred people. It's no surprise that a forty five percent shortfall in revenue would affect them like that. Yeah, almost fifty. You need a good amount of revenue to support that amount of people. Whew. Yeah, so, um, I, like, honestly, Destiny has always been in a weird fucking place ever since it was first conceived. I remember Destiny 1 was, Destiny 1 had such a weird marketing pitch, right? Mm -hmm. Because I bought Destiny, I I think you remember, the first PS4 I owned was the white, the first white one for Destiny, because I thought it looked Mm -hmm. cool. That was the first PS4. I did it because I thought Destiny would be Mm -hmm. something I'd like. Turns out it was not the game I thought it was. Mm -hmm. It was not the game. Yeah, marketing marketing did oversell it a bit, I'd say. Marketing missold it, if I'm being real with you. I don't think mm-hmm. I don't think under I don't think over or under is even the point. They did mm-hmm. not sell the game appropriately. Mm-hmm. I went in thinking it was a uh, a uh, sort of a variation of Halo, 
mm-hmm. with a campaign. It mm-hmm. kind of is. Not really, though. Not really. Not mm-hmm. the version I played. I know in later expansions, they kind of fixed it. Kind of. Mm-hmm. It but was the... kind of the case of a, yeah, this this doesn't seem to be ready or doesn't seem to be yeah. finished. Yeah, you, you guys don't know what this is. Mm-hmm. Yeah, maybe it was kind of like this. Uh, the marketing was what they wanted it to be, but what got sold and released was kind of how far they got. Yeah, it was not. It was not good. Kind so, of like that. Yeah, and that, that they sucks. were running after that uh, marketing promise all the, ever since. Although, at least it was quite successful. So, yeah. Otherwise, Bungie wouldn't be here anymore. Yeah, I mean, I'm not arguing that, like, it wasn't successful. Mm. I'm just saying that, like, the game yeah, I felt that they were pitching was not the game I... Yeah. Not the mm-hmm. game of God. And I think at the time, certainly a lot of people felt like that. But at like, least it did find a market in another area where the people that expected something knew were knew what they that knew game. what they were getting. They mm-hmm. they could yeah. they could happily say after they... release that was obviously they couldn't mispromise anymore. Forty five percent downturn in revenue. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, that's uh, that's quite a crash. That's rough. Yeah. Almost half. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Lightfall must have really gone over well. Bro, that's not a rounding error, nigga. That's just <laughs> nope. You can't. That's like you can't round half. That's half not how going. that works. <laughs> yeah, it's kind of like half of the player base going well. Bye. Yeah. Ha- yeah, you lost 50, you lost about fifty percent of your player retention. That's yikes. I mean, I'm guessing it's something like that. I don't know. Maybe some players just stuck with the previous ones and just didn't upgrade to that expansion because it didn't um, didn't appeal to them. I suppose. Yeah, kind of like it that. happens. It mm-hmm. does. As much as I like to, as much as I like to crack on people for FOMO, be, for the mm-hmm. average, for the average Call of Duty player falling into FOMO every fucking launch, and I still think they do. Sorry, mm-hmm. but uh, as much as I like to, uh, you know, crack jokes about that crowd falling into it every fucking game. Mm-hmm. I, I am kind of okay. I'm not happy to see a company have this kind of hardship. But I am happy to see the. I am happy to see a player base not fucking falling for it. That mm-hmm. is kind of yeah, nice because I think uh, Bungie also made the mistake of kind of desensitizing them to FOMO. Because you know uh, what they do with Destiny Two? Oh, uh, what do they do? Vaulting content. Oh, oh no. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Content uh, that's been out long enough just gets cut out it's gone so this article i'm gonna be pairing with a different article this one comes from forbes and uh it's about some revelations about the uh destiny 2 declines bungee layoffs in final shape as make or break uh i'm gonna read a couple of these things here management said that other levers were looked at to avoid layoffs 
when employees asked if one lever was executive compensation, they were told no. <laughs> Which is weird because when you look at the update, they claim they previously forfeited their bonuses before the layoffs, but staff was not informed this happened until yesterday. Uh, so yesterday from the update. I just find Which, it funny. That's weird. Yeah, that's weird. Yeah. Yeah, that, yeah, right? That's sus. That's sus as fuck. You're <laughs> You're in the you're in the business for how long and you don't know to communicate that? What? Bro, bro, that's so sus. That's so sus. Oh, dude, I oh. Oh, I'd be taken up with a grain of salt right the fuck now. I'd be like, wait, in the meeting you said yeah. no, and now magically you say you already made that decision? Get the fuck out of my face. Y'all know somebody's lying. Somebody's uh, yeah, dead ass lying. Either dead lying ass. or that's a massive miscommunication if uh, depending on who said who said who told the response, but if they say management uh Management said that when when employees asked, it depends on if employees asked management, but that's really weird. Uh, internally, that's either either they're not very truthful there, or this shows some management problems in general. Internally, really, no one is blaming Sony for this. Even management, mm -hmm. some employees were told that if the Sony buyout did not happen, that with the current Destiny yeah. Two performance. The studio itself would have been in jeopardy if they were still independent. Which, mm -hmm. yeah, I don't. Makes sense. I, that I don't kind really of think. Shortfall. Yeah, I don't know, man. Forty-five percent. I wouldn't. I don't know. I don't know if you can blame like one very particular. I don't. You losing that much? I feel like forty-five percent. That's large yeah. enough that there's multiple things going wrong at that point. You're not. That's not mm -hmm. like. Yeah, that's not one I don't failure. I don't even. Yeah, I don't even think that the the forty five percent downturn is would be blamed on Sony, but more the uh, layoffs. Yeah. In this case, uh, the expensive new building was a separate project that likely would not have saved jobs, given the context of when that was drafted out and when the work was started. The one point two billion in and employee retention from Sony was spent long ago, often on buying out empl employees' bungee shares, which then went to Sony. There's nothing left in that pot to avoid layoffs. Yikes. Uh, the tread line of spending on the game over time made the current year's revenue estimates seem somewhat logical. So yes, the 45% miss is important. It was not necessarily some widely inflated projection, however nearsighted. Uh, yeah, that, that drop-off, though. Fuck me. Um, yeah. Apparently, Light, Lightfall sold very well, but... It didn't retain. Okay, then it's... Yeah, then it's probably people bought it, looked at it, and just didn't didn't, didn't, didn't consider find the buying any more of the micro microtransactions yeah, and didn't, the like. Didn't consider uh -huh. the content within the expansion to be worth engaging with after the fact, which can happen. I mean, uh -huh. you can have you could have a you could have something that seems good, but then like once people get yeah. through the decent amount of it, they don't want to engage with it anymore. Not yeah. e not every not every game is worth post gaming. Believe me, yep. as someone who yeah. creates content for RPGs, or even completing. 
Yeah, well, in my in my trade, every RPG I start, I, <laughs> I have to complete. Yeah, I you have to. I can't but speak that on that. Mean the game is worth completing. Ooh, worth yeah, worth uh, worth complete. I've never considered, I've never considered it that way. <laughs> Oh, you're mm -hmm. gonna make me really think about that over next over this upcoming <laughs> week. I don't think I like this. Mm -hmm. uh, the final shape delay <laughs> was known by uh, by some couple of months ago, but it is happening late enough where there cannot be a 30th anniversary size drop to split the season. Mm -hmm. Yeah, they they really can't like anything else you do has to be, kind of be something where people really buy into right mm -hmm. like you really can't afford to put something else out and then like because right now if you're looking at like only 55 percent of people are actually engaging with content beyond the initial launch mm -hmm. if you see another 50 if you see another large they, drop you gotta you gotta one you gotta keep, keep who you have you gotta get players yeah. back <laughs> mm -hmm. exactly you just you can't be good enough to just keep the players you have to be so good that you want people to come back or even new people to come in. Yeah. This you is have a... to get those numbers up again. But Otherwise, like... there's going to be more slashes. But isn't this like kind of like the embodiment of like the that live services industry, though? It's like you can't just be good enough. You have like it's it's almost an MLM thing. It's almost an MLM yeah, thing because you kind of have to you. This system relies on either everybody being retained and people uh -huh. continually paying into the system, or a consistent flow of new people coming into the game and paying into the system. It depends, I'd say. It's all a balance between how many people are playing. How much are they spending? How much are you spending on development? And how often can you do new content? It's all a balance. You don't, you don't really have to make even better every time. Good enough. If you have the balance, then good enough keeps you afloat for a long time. Yeah. If you can, if you can keep, if you can keep the player base you have. Yeah. And keep the problem them. is when you have a downturn of 45% that's clearly you not being good enough yeah you you fucked up there's so a problem yeah there's a problem you fucked up big time especially if you have a company that has a size of 1200 employees cuz that's big i don't even i don't even think i know 100 people <laughs> <laughs> like personally in my life a hundred people that i could say that i could like point at and go hey dude what's up i don't think i know that many people i think mm -hmm. i think if i really tried i could probably get 30 <laughs> like really tried i could probably get 30 maybe 50 if i count some of my online friends mm -hmm. but that's about the best we gonna get mm -hmm. yeah i don't know yeah. man this I feel like the... one of the hmm? one of the problems is as well is they're not only working on Destiny Two content. Oh, of those thousand two hundred people, a significant amount is gonna be uh, busy with Marathon. Oh yeah, they did announce that. the announced extraction shooter. Oh great! 
I yeah. I kind of like. I and that do. one is not going over well. I just... Apparently, they have shown that to people that play games like that, and they weren't interested. Yeah, but like the live service thing in general, kind of proposes mm -hmm. a really weird problem. Because like, mm -hmm. okay, all right, so like, let's let's make some baseline. Let's make some really pie in the sky fucking CD's perfect reality assumptions. <laughs> These things will mm -hmm. never happen, but mm -hmm. we're going to assume they did happen. Let's assume right. that, like, m most live service games came out and were good, right? Mm -hmm. They did. They, were, they weren't trash at launch. They weren't a fucking fix as we go along. They were, like, complete games that mm -hmm. were also live services. Fine. Okay, so here's my uh -huh. thing, right? A live service game is already kind of a time sink for a player. Yeah. Inherently, yeah. by its nature, it is a time sink for the player, right? Because uh -huh. you got you to get the player on the treadmill, you got to get them running, and you got to keep that carrot in front of them keep... to keep them running. Yep. Yeah. Uh -huh. So, realistically speaking, the question I then have to ask myself is how many live service games could functionally exist in the same uh -huh. environment at the same time and be okay let's not say ground just not say like sky renderingly fucking successful but like successful enough that they can successful continue to keep afloat yeah successful yeah. enough to continue continuity mm -hmm. it's a similar thing to mmos two you can three you can maybe have... Probably a few more, but it depends because you also can vary the um, genre of the game. For example, you could have probably a live service game for each genre, depending. You could like, like you can have a live service FPS. You could have a live service um, hero shooter. Hero shooter. You could have a live service strategy game or an RPG, an action RPG. Um, you could have, hmm, what else? Racing game, for right. example, as a live so service, let's, and, let's, and so on, depending. So, yeah, let's, for each let's, genre, you could have at least one. You that could have would, at least That one. could theoretically keep afloat. Keep afloat, right? So that inherently means that the market is limited, right? Yeah, because, again, that's, that's... by the nature of the games... You need the mm -hmm. players consistently engaging with the thing to be successful. They yep. have to engage. If they don't yep. engage, the thing's mm -hmm. not successful. Yeah, and, and that requires time, and time is a limited resource. Yeah. So my, I don't, I don't, I, I look. I'm sure there's an economist at every fucking one of these companies who has mm -hmm. run the math. I don't yep. doubt it, and they are probably mm -hmm. far more educated than I am. <laughs> But, <laughs> mm -hmm. last time I checked, time, there is 24 hours in a day. A decent amount of yep. people work upwards of 8 to 12 hours a day. Most people need to get around 6 hours of sleep, give or take. Yep. <laughs> Some people have family. Yeah. And so on. You're, you're like, 
well, okay, the point I'm trying to make is even in a world where, like, live service games don't come out and have to be, like, patched to infinite hell to even be mm-hmm. close to what they were promised, you can really only... Yeah, you can only really functionally support only... The industry can only functionally support one or two, maybe three, at the same time. And they yeah. can all be reasonably... Yeah, they can all be reasonably successful, kinda. Mm-hmm. They'd be fighting with each other, but they would at least be able to continue existing. But we live... But somehow... Every single one of these economists, every single one of these businesses Mm -hmm. have all come to the conclusion that they can all exist all at the same time and that there is an infinite amount of people to play them. There is a a large amount of people playing them. But the thing is, a lot of them get dangled by the carrot of Genshin Impact, for example. Because that is a massively successful one. But and each, and ev- and when, it's it's always like that. Like right. there's one or two examples that are massively popular, and then you have the start of a development of dozens of those titles. Right. It's been the same way with World of Warcraft. After World of Warcraft hit, and was we out had... and got massively <sighs> popular, you have a flood of MMOs. <laughs> they That's almost many of them gone. Yeah, most of them failed. No, most yeah. of them weren't successful. Most of them didn't have mm-hmm. longevity. Yeah. So, and I even mean... the re- the ones with really big brand names behind them did not do so well. Like the Old Republic. That mm. one's only alive because they went free to play. Yeah, and and it's EA. Other companies would have gone down the drain with that one. Yeah, they they would have destroyed them. They would have been mm-hmm. they would have been Thanos. That initial that initial flop, that initial lack of success would have destroyed many companies. Yeah, looking at you, Final Fantasy fourteen, uh, version one That's also one. Yes, that's How? also one that was really, so really lucky to have survived. Yeah, that's that that if that's a. But you see, I almost I I hate to say it. This is like, mm-hmm. this is like a you level of cynicism I'm about to engage with, which I don't usually engage with often. <clears throat> I almost feel. Like these comeback stories are a bad idea because then everyone thinks they can become the next comeback story. Well, like you hear, many you hear, try. Yeah, like you see comeback stories like Final Fantasy fourteen or No Man's Sky, and then suddenly every mm-hmm. Dick and Jane thinks that they're gonna be the next fucking Rocky in the ring and fucking yep. take take the match against Apollo Creed. I mean, I yeah. Mean, Maybe, but most of you we've ain't. Seen that, yeah, we've seen that it doesn't always work. See Anthem. See Anthem. When that released, bloop, they tried to come back. Didn't yeah, work did, out. Did, did not work. Did not work at all. I'm just saying. Most want no... to be No Man's Sky. Most get to be Anthem. Yeah, it's like so many of them. So I don't know. I don't know where this optimism comes from. Like that's that's what kills me. I could deal mm-hmm. with the idea 
of like trying something and failing right Mm -hmm. like that makes sense i tried a thing i failed at a thing right simple transition i understand that what i don't Mm -hmm. understand is I tried a thing. I'm a Rocky Balboa this shit and beat Apollo Creed in the in the 12th round of the fucking match. And I'm going to come mm-hmm. back only to get my fucking yeah. face blasted the fuck off <laughs> with mm-hmm. two seconds left on the fucking clock. And Apollo Creed takes yeah. the match. They, and I'm sitting here thinking I'm going to win. Bro, where did that optimism come from? There was no reason for you to think that. He's been whooping your mm-hmm. ass all match. I'm sorry. The, Rocky yeah. One is a and fantastic film, but that is that if that is not the definition of like unwarranted optimism. Mm-hmm. And we have one title still in development where that applies. Oh, which one? Suicide Squad. Oh, yeah, uh, no, there you is. You almost no... forget about that. You almost forgot about that one, didn't you? Who's optimistic? The kid. They can't really. I mean, they still haven't given up on it. <sighs> Officially. Yeah, you're right. I don't... I Look, man, I don't think there's a single consumer who's seen this game at this point who is optimistic. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm not talking about the consumers. Oh, we're just talking devs? I'm not talking oh, about they ab- Oh, yeah. No, they, yeah, no, they absolutely think they rocky in <laughs> they the last round They still haven't lost hope. They still haven't yeah. lost hope. I they're, guess. I mean, si- either that or they're completely in the sunken cost fallacy of we can't stop this. We yeah. cannot abandon ship. And they, worst comes to worst, they'll go down with the ship, I suppose. They 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 think they Rocky Balboa when they really glass Joe. <laughs> yeah. Well, I wouldn't I wouldn't put uh I think it was Rocksteady that uh are making that game. I wouldn't put them on the level of Glass Joe, but they're certainly... It's certainly not looking well. Yeah, I'm, it's... The, yeah, I guess it's the, what Rocksteady I'm trying Studios to say is... that are developing that one, and... That one's currently set for February next year. Yeah, yeah, we'll see. Mm. We'll fucking... We'll fucking and see. Um, I'm uh, just looking at the article. Oh. Your face tells me a lot. I'm very good at reading you, CD. They first announced this. When? Yeah, it was like 2019, right? 2019? 2010. Wait, what? A video oh. game based on the Suicide Squad was first announced by the then DC Comics Chief Creative Officer Geoff Johns in July 2010. Oh, yeah, yeah, I think I heard about that. Like, that, that, that's when they were conceptualizing the idea, for, mm-hmm. and it just didn't come to fruition for, like, a really, really, yeah, really, really mean, long time. Yeah, I mean, obviously, they've also been working on the further Batman games since then, but, yeah, I mean, what are you gonna do? it's, I mean, it's, they've at least been uh, working on this since 2016 full speed at the latest because that's when batman arkham vr came out which was the last uh, title uh, released so far i'm just like Whew. that's it's 
it really oh boy like i'm it's not looking good for rocksteady is all i'm saying like i'm not against optimism like i don't want anyone mm -hmm. to like listen to this episode and think that i'm just like rooting against optimism i'm saying that like no. There's a certain amount of optimism you have where it goes from being optimism to nigh fucking arrogance. Yeah, or delusion, plain yeah, and simple. Del yeah, delusion. Like, there's... Or just, I mean, lying to yourself, kind of, because... Or, I don't know, because... I'm not sure if it's Rocksteady or Warner Brothers at this point that are saying, uh, yeah, we have to finish this. And get it's it out. Probably in any it's way. Probably in any DC. Way. It's got to be Warner, because like, because at this point, most devs would have, mm -hmm. the, most devs would have like either dropped the project or greatly scrapped it when they saw the fucking reception. Possibly. Like, let's not get Possibly. twisted. The reception for the fucking game was not good. It was. I mean, the reception bad. was the reason why they delayed it. But we know that they're not making any. Sub any re any substantive changes. Most analysts are saying the amount of time they've the amount of time they delayed it isn't enough to make any actual real substantive changes that might change mm -hmm. people's minds. So at that yeah, point, I mean, the initial launch was supposed to be twenty twenty two, and then and, uh, after let's see here, yeah, at the. At the February uh, PlayStation State of Play, they an announced that um, announced further things, and then in April they announced that the one it's gonna be delayed, which was was likely a reaction to the reaction at the State of Play because there they announced that it's gonna need a internet connection at all times, battle pass, and all that stuff. See, like. You know, there's got to be, like, there's got to be an actuary or an economist or somebody who needs to sit with these, who needs to sit with a lot of these companies and go, look, the mm -hmm. you're either going to have to, you're either going to have to create a feature complete video game or make something else that's not a live service because you're just, the, the market just can't support this, that this is unsustainable Every almost every game that comes out these days is try is vying for people's time. I mean, mm -hmm. by definition, a video game is a time sink. All right. Now, I'd make the argument that uh, a single playthrough of a sixty-hour game is a far smaller time sink, a time sink in scale than whatever people dump into a Call of Duty multiplayer. Mm -hmm. I'm a, I'm a say it, you know, you can sit there and t people can sit there and tell me they don't have time to sink 70 hours into an RPG, but they will, they will quadruple prestige in Call of Duty. And for those of you that don't know what prestiging is in Call of Duty, it's reaching max rank, resetting, reaching max rank again, resetting, reaching max rank again, resetting at nauseum. That is what prestiging is. Mm -hmm. It's a... Uh, yeah, so it's like it's like run, it's running an infinite. It's like running an infinite treadmill where you're constantly given rewards for still running on the mm -hmm. infinite treadmill. So yeah, idle games do like to do that. Yeah, so I don't 
I don't inherently I would inherently think that the time sink of this these more single player these more narratively based games is a far more reasonable time sink for most people than infinitely grinding but who the fuck am i right because as most devs say the monetization mm -hmm. rate of these of these normal games just isn't there you can't really monetize them i i guess mm -hmm. i mean you know they, they, you, you you can't make money off of a game that you that people only will really play through how are you gonna make money off of that you can't make money off of that you have mm -hmm. to you have to basically come close to scamming the players to make money. You can't make money in an honest fashion. I'm sure sure Elden Ring, Elden Ring fucking made no money by that logic. Shit. Elden Ring made nothing. Generated no... Nobody's playing Baldur's Gate at this point. Baldur's Gate 3, nobody's fucking playing that. You only mm -hmm. buy the game one time. How can you... Oh no, what are you... What are you happy about? You're only happy whenever something goes terribly wrong. What are you happy about? Why are you happy in this house? I just got reminded of a fact looking at an article. Do you know or do you remember how many live service titles Sony has in development? Oh, God. Wasn't it? Oh, shit. I, I was just watching a What Culture video about this, like, just mm -hmm. a few days I was listening to it in my car. Isn't it something like 14 or 30? It was some ridiculous uh -huh. number. Um, in an article from May, mm -hmm. they uh, it states that apparently they want to have around 12 life service titles published by April 2026. Yeah, who's going to play them? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and who's gonna make them really good because as we all know sony has massive amounts of studios just experts at live service games because that's yeah. always been their main thing right they haven't been doing single player cinematic action adventure stories and the like no they've been perfect in their live service games no no mm -hmm. no cd no no you're missing the point mm -hmm. who the fuck is gonna play them they're mm -hmm. yeah wh where's the where where's this where's this so-called infinite amount of people to engage with 14 different live service games that that will one play them two stay engaged and continue to spend money i would love Fuck me! I, I, I mean, I, I guess, I guess if the government can print more money, you can just create infinite users out of nothing. I guess, might as well. I mean, they have a whole lot of forty million people that bought the PlayStation Five, so those are gonna play all those, obviously. Oh, continually play oh. them. Oh, that's nice. Actually. Nice of you, CD, to engage with that content. <laughs> Didn't think you would. I'm happy to see one of us, Will. <laughs> I mean, I don't even have a PS5, so... Oh, shit. I ain't doing it. <laughs> <laughs> you... Me? Well, I Me? suppose... I the suppose RPG other people guy? are gonna have yeah. to. Yeah, the RPG guy? Yeah. I'm really the market you're aiming with, with mm -hmm. live service games, guys. Good luck. Absolutely.
Yeah, okay. Cool. Mm-hmm. Good luck. Get, really. Uh, I, I'm not going to apologize for this episode turning out to be a bungee slash live service episode, as I feel like this conversation <laughs> had to happen on this show at some point. But I also enjoyed this conversation about live services. I feel like it's just a conversation I've been wanting to have. Mm-hmm. And I mean, we're not just uh, dunking on Bungie here. We're also dunking on everyone that makes live service games. Yeah, that mostly. makes. Yeah, it's not even like. Except for the few really uh, successful ones, which they've earned it, like Miyoyo. But like that's okay. But see. That's the problem. No, because mm-hmm. like, okay, all right, because this fundamentally feeds into the problem, right? Mm-hmm. Because once you have one or two super successful live service games, right, right, mm-hmm. Genshin Impact being a great example, right? Once yep. you have like one or two of them, obviously that somehow... many others want into that pool, but yeah, there was other problem. Yeah, <laughs> once once you have one or two that make tons of money right Mm -hmm. the argument that players are sick and tired of live service games suddenly doesn't make a lot of sense to the developers right because it's Mm -hmm. like oh players players can't be sick of live service games look how well those games are doing they're generating all this revenue we want some of that Mm -hmm. like yeah i I, I get it they just don't look uh they don't look close enough at what kinds of players those are Oh no! Because why would they? Players yeah, are players, exactly. right? But they just see, oh, we have a certain amount of players there. We want some of those. What do they do? Why do they play that? Who cares? Yeah. Just make a I, let's make a live service I game. Don't... There's enough people playing live service games. Let, let me tell you something. I have a very good friend of mine who plays Genshin Impact on a regular basis. Mm-hmm. This guy is a fiend for Genshin Impact. Mm-hmm. I would be remiss to ever mm-hmm. see a day when something that comes out these days as a live service could pull him away from Genshin. If it could happen, not saying it mm-hmm. can, if it could happen, mm-hmm. I might actually eat my own shoe. I don't I don't think I don't think it's actually statistically I could, possible. I could also I could almost make a prediction that if a game pulls him away from Genshin Impact, it's gonna be another game from Mihoyo. Oh yeah, Honkai, uh, Honkai Star Rail. Yeah, yeah, yeah. For example, or the uh, or the uh, Zenless Zone Zero that they're working on. Yeah, basically. The urban, be... the uh, action or action RPG uh, urban gay setting. Yeah, which another game from the same deck. Hello, which seems yeah, which seems pretty close to Genshin Impact. Honkai Star Rail might not because that's turn-based in combat but and it's not open world like Genshin Impact but Zenless Zone Zero might be. Uh, certainly it has the real-time combat. It looks different. That might make make it happen so, but I'd say uh, the most uh, the most likely is another game from Ihoyo that's so like, going to turn him. Let's let's be let's be real for a second, right? Like let's be like mm-hmm. really real, right? Like, you know, I know we've made a gaff whenever dev mm-hmm. whenever we hear certain devs say that single player one time playthrough experiences are dead, right? We've all had a laugh at mm. their fucking expense, 
right? Mm -hmm. Like, we all admit it. When a dev fucking says stupid shit like this, we fucking laugh at them and act like they're the fucking court jester, right? But I would kind of also kind of say that when these kind of games, these live service games do well, mm -hmm. they mm -hmm. do generate, they probably do generate more money than a single sale game that doesn't really monetize. They probably do generate hand over fist yeah. way more money. Like, like, are they one on like, one? Yes, but the difference is also one gets developed, is done, they move on to the next game mostly. This one, the devs stay at the game, so it's essentially the one live service game is essentially multiple normal other games. I think the, the also the bigger issue is that we just mm -hmm. don't see many of these live service games release finished. Yeah. I mean, that's kind of the point with live service. But, uh, they no, aren't like, ever really finished. Yeah, but like, okay, like semantics aside, like mm -hmm. a lot of these games yeah, I, don't I get even... what I get what you mean, that most of them get released before they are developed enough, before yeah. they have enough content. Yeah, like... Like, like with back then with MMOs where you have your base content at first, at release, which players relatively go re through relatively quickly, and then you don't have any endgame content with most new stuff like uh, the Warhammer MMO, the Old Republic, and whatever else there was. And then they just go back to World of Warcraft because there's a lot of more content there. Right. So, Same problem. Yeah. I... I mean, thought experiment, fellas, mm -hmm. uh, devs, make a... You see, the thing is, when you say a complete game, then the argument mm -hmm. is, well, it's live service. It's always growing. No, like, make a game that you can build off of that's at least done for the sake of where you're starting, like a complete foundation. Make a compelling argument for people to go to your game. Yeah, make, make me actually want to play mm -hmm. and don't and don't and not, give me and not some just have a quick look at it and just go back straight to the and don't other one. you dare start the conversation of well it's free to play you can at least try no motherfucker mm -hmm. no that's not enough free to free yeah. to play to if anything a free to play game is more reason for me not to try it you're because... asking me to spend time <sighs> spend being the key word yeah, free to play does not it's no, guarantee yeah, it's that big. I even pick it up uh -huh. because mm. yeah, it's it's really no coincidence that the phrases you spend time. Yeah, cuz that's what yeah, that's the currency. Yeah. That's, yeah, that's what you're that's what you're giving up. It's like it's like, mm -hmm. "Oh yeah, you don't have to spend any money, but you're going to fucking yeah. you're going to fucking lose fucking months of your fucking I, time." I still have to spend time with the game, so make a good enough argument for me to be willing to do that. Yeah, so if your argument is just try it out. Yeah, no. Yeah, no. Go back to the drawing board and come up with something better. Yeah, try try something. Try something different. Go outside. 
Drink some water. Touch grass. Touch... <laughs> you know, it's, cra- it's crazy that me being the giant turbo nerd that I am actually uses that almost unironically. <laughs> I feel like I've committed a terrible sin by doing it. <laughs> but you have to really ask yourself, if the RPG nerd looks at another nerd and tells him to touch grass... Mm-hmm. What the fuck are you doing with your life? <laughs> Drink some water, my guy. Go outside, mm-hmm. touch some grass, get some sunlight on your skin. Feel better. <laughs> be be fucking be fuck be fucking better. That's all. That's all I that that's all that's all I that's all I really want. I just want this industry to not be miserable, please. Just don't be, don't be fucking Preferably. miserable. Yeah, please. <laughs> As always, everybody, uh, I talked about it earlier in the show, which will now just be one up- upload instead of multiple, so mm-hmm. I don't have to deal with that shit anymore. Thank God. Uh, <laughs> you know? <laughs> Not that there would be much to split up here anyway this time. <laughs> oh, God. Fuck. Oh, thank God I made that choice. <laughs> oh i did not plan <laughs> that i was serendipity oh jesus the opening <laughs> bit would be 20 minutes the bungee bit would be fucking the rest of it yeah oh that's the show <laughs> ladies and gentlemen fuck me uh as always you can find us on a variety of platforms such as apple google spotify and youtube music uh did not realize that was also a platform that we were now also available on, which I know what some of you are thinking. Yeah. Isn't that the same thing as Google Podcasts? No, it's not. Well, it is absolutely. It is, of, but it is kind of. It is a replacement. Yeah, it's a replacement. So, I I'm prepared for that inevitability when that happens. I've made. Mm-hmm. I actually had to go through and rearrange the pot, rearrange the playlist of all fifty something videos all 50 something episodes in it in proper order so that if people go to listen mm-hmm. to it they can listen to it in order as they've been done because it was not in order it was a mess in a train wreck and i had to fix that cool uh don't know if i'm gonna continue how i'm how i'm gonna have things uploaded from this point on maybe um, I might I might continue to follow the commitment to just having things done on Monday because today I have dinner with some friends and I probably won't be home till late anyways and I don't know if I'm gonna have it in me to continue getting trying to get shit done. Gonna be honest with you, might not want to. Sorry, mm-hmm. not sorry, but I might not want to. That's my choice. Uh, but yeah, video games. Um. Jeez. I'm going to probably play some Disguise 7. I finally picked that up. It's a full game. Very good. I own it now. It is mine. Um, I also picked up Star Ocean. Uh, ah, yes. The remake. The, the remake of Star Ocean 2, which it is a very... Mm-hmm. God, they, I, will give, I will give Square fucking credit for their fucking money here. That mm-hmm. that uh that retro two D three D art style thing that they've engine they've been using, they getting their money. They mm-hmm. they are absolutely getting their money out of that engine. Although I 
think I'm not even sure if uh, the remake of Second Story is uh, using that one. I mean, the style, it seems like it. It has a lot of the same shading as, like, Octopath and mm -hmm. the other ones that have come out. It has a lot of the same... Let's see. Obviously, engines yeah, evolve and change and I stuff. Think, because so. I think the... Uh, the characters certainly seem to be similar, but were they, uh, the the backgrounds and areas, weren't they also 2D with the 2D HD things? Because in uh, Star Ocean, they seem to be 3D. Uh, yeah, now that you mention it, some of the backgrounds do seem a bit better, uh, do seem a bit more detailed. Yeah, this is more like a 2D, 3D mix, sort of. Like the backgrounds, the buildings, and all the other t objects are as you'd expect it with the 3D game, and then the characters are all 2D sprites, or rather voxel, voxely. It uh, certainly looks good in any case. Yeah, and apparently, from what I've heard, it hasn't been officially announced, but we might actually hear about Dragon Wa Dragon Warrior Three, the remaster thing that they announced. Mm -hmm. Being yeah, the 2D, 3D game, yeah. Mm -hmm. Being next yeah. year. I would hope so, because that one looked really good. Yeah, and I'd like to have mm -hmm. a version of it that isn't just the GBC version. Which, by the way, Game Boy Color version, mm -hmm. fantastic version of the game. Mm -hmm. If you want to play it, that is not... You could do way worse than a Game Boy Color. All right. That's the crazy... The Game Boy <laughs> Color is like 85% trash fillerware in its library. Go on, look uh -huh. up the Game Boy Color library. It's like 85% trash filler. But like that 15%? Uh-huh. Bangers. Actual, genuine bangers. All of them. All uh -huh. 15%. It's a small 15%. Because I need to remind you, the Game Boy Color had a fuck ton of games. Uh -huh. I, own, I know this. Not because of some self- self-handed research and vigor mm -hmm. but because me and some discord mates decided to watch a four and a half hour video of mm -hmm. every single game mm -hmm. on the game boy color uh, so you have a short clip of each game there. yeah mm -hmm. every single mm -hmm. game on the game boy color yeah for I think I might, I think I might know the channel where that was on. Yeah. So I don't want you to think that this was some sort of hardcore journalistic research mm. and vigor. That's not what this was. Yeah. Yeah, and it you can also kind of infer that from the fact that the Game Boy Color is this was essentially the in betweener, the the one handheld platform that was available. I mean, it didn't really have any uh, competition. You? No, you're right. Yeah, no game. Yeah, no Nintendo. Uh, Nintendo owned that market. I mean, from essentially from the Game Boy on up until the DS, I think, because at that time the PSP came out. So from that on, even the even the few competitors that they had at the beginning. That's hardly even count. 
I mean, I'm sure count. I'm sure the Atari Lynx really gave them a run for their money. I am, definitely. Yeah. yeah. I mean, how they even right. got survived against that one, yeah, this was a miracle. The real 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 tough competition that Atari mm -hmm. Lynx. You can actually yeah. the ne the Neo Geo pocket color. Or oh, the Wonder Swan color. Yeah. This Okay, to be fair, I'm no, I'm at, no, I'm sorry. I'm gonna defend the Wonder Swan. The Wonder Swan <laughs> was actually kinda cool. It it was actually yeah, I'm not, per, I'm not it doubting was that pretty, it was cool. It was a pretty impressive but... piece of tech. But it also never made it to America. So we don't we will never that really too, know and if even it over could've. there. It didn't do well over there either? Really? I don't think so. Oh, I mean, Not that's well probably enough, why certainly. we haven't seen a sequel to it, so. 